Hello, and welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we beat a dead horse 1d6 damage at a time. This week, John and I have scoured the waters of antiquity to bring you a fan favorite, the classic swashbuckling RPG, Seventh Sea. Will this be booty worth plundering, or should we send it to Davy Jones' locker? Find out on today's System Mastery. Hello, welcome back to System Mastery. I'm Jeff, and as always, my partner John is here with me. How you doing, John? I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Did you have a long day at work? I had the longest day at work. It was it was like three hours of stress to end my day on. Oh, what happened? So I was fixing a phone, and that took forever. That's a thing you do? I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. So I was opening up an iPhone 5S, Mm -hmm. and the problem with the 5S is it has like a little booby trap in there. Mm -hmm. It's like it was designed by the world's worst asshole. So you open it up, and when you... (laughs) Poop just spills out of it at random. You open it up, and just shit everywhere. Just spraying every which way. Oh, man. So anyway, you were trying to fix a broken iPhone, and it was it was a piece oh, was, of shit. Well, I was trying to fix the charge port, and it just wouldn't work. Like, replace the charging port, and then it wouldn't charge. So I don't know if it was a defective charge port or if something was going on with what I did. I, I literally had no idea that that was in your skill set. Oh, yeah. I will go into a phone and fuck around with it. That is that is a thing I will do. That's cool. Can you fix cracked screens? Yes, I can. You know, as long as I have a replacement screen. Oh, you can't just do it at random. You know, I can't just wave my wand and be like, (laughs) and the cracked screen is gone. You mean you can't just smelt sand into glass? and? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's what I do. I take a little sand, I sprinkle it on the phone, I shoot my heat vision at it. Everything's perfect. (laughs) So glad to know you have that skill set. I'm going to break my phone right now just to see if you can fix it. Ooh, ooh, show me. (laughs) All right, we should probably talk about the show at least a little bit today. No, probably not. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I'm going to drag you into it. Here we go. Today's... <clears throat> oh, boy. Excuse me. Whoa there. Get it together. Are you I'm, getting sick? Get away from me. If you're getting sick, I don't want you anywhere near me. I'm already like 10 feet from you. <laughs> Hold on. That's Get the... farther away from me. I want this to be like we're at opposite ends of a fancy dining table. <laughs> oh, so we have to like shout to each other about the food? Yeah, I want to be able to be like that scene in Batman 89 where I'm just like, how's the soup? And I can be over on the other side like, what? Do you enjoy the boiled aspic containing an entire owl? <laughs> Uh, Pass the braised ivy. What? British food jokes. <laughs> oh, British food jokes. <laughs> no, I'm not coming down with something. There was a piece of tortilla chip stuck in my throat. Oh, good. That's a good thing to have in your throat. Yeah. All right. Uh, so today's episode is about Seventh Sea. The Seventh Sea. I know this is one that people have been kind of uh, waiting for us to do. It's a fan favorite. Yeah, absolutely a fan favorite. I know my, uh, I have some friends in the Bay Area when we go up and do our con there. Mm-hmm. They are huge 7th Sea fans. Oh, are they really? I was oh, going to yeah. tell you, my, my personal fan favorite is the type that doesn't have the blades in it. It's just like <laughs> just like a like a ring, and then for some, somehow cold air comes out of it. So I, I don't even... That worries me. Those that are weird technology. weirds the shit out of me. Yeah, you can but, put your hand right through there, and you still get cold. I don't know what's going on. Uh, 
<laughs> that's wizardry. I don't like that alchemy. Oh, no, that's just some sorcery, and I'm totally into it. No, my fan favorite is the one that makes noise because I use it to go to sleep. Oh, okay, so any fan that's just sort of loud. But it's got to be a nice even noise, right? It can't be oh, like yeah. a loud, jangly fan. No, well, even then, that's sort of okay. When I was a kid... I used to fall asleep on the floor, mm-hmm. and I would put one of... You know those box fans, like the big square fans? Yeah, there's one in my closet, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I would take one of those box fans, and I would put it behind my head when I was lying on the ground, and just have it blow, like, cold air over me, and it would be super loud and right next to my head, and I would pretend that I was falling asleep in a storm, and that's <laughs> what would put me to sleep. That's insane, but I can't even do that because... It, if I try to, even if I have my like ceiling fan on too high at night, I will wake up with a mouth that is like so dry. It's it's just the Sahara in there, and I can't close or open my mouth. It's just oh yeah. Cracked. If I leave my fan on during the night, I will die. Yeah, I'll, I well certainly what's going to happen is I'll wake up the next morning and there'll be like scarab beetles and things in my mouth. <laughs> Anthropologist looking down in there. Oh yeah, Brendan Fraser is trying to <laughs> dig something up in your mouth. Oded Fair is in there, and everyone everyone misses Oded Fair. Am I wrong? I mean, what happened? He was awesome. No, oh, yeah. No, you're not wrong. No, he was the best. He was the best thing of those mummy movies. And then, I, I hate to say it, but he was the best thing in that stupid uh, Rob Schneider movie. There was a stupid Rob Schneider movie? When did that happen? Oh, all the Rob Schneider movies are stupid. I'm sorry I didn't narrow that down enough. Here, let me see if I can keep going. It's the one where, I can't remember the name of it, it's the one where he has to look after Oded Fair's fish. And then also, he has to bang women, but he does not bang them. Uh, Wait, hold on. Is Is that... Is no, hold on, hold on, wait. Okay, so is it the animal? No, it's not it's the not animal. It's not when he turns into the animal. No, it's not it's, hot chick. Okay, so then it, the it's chick. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Might be Deuce, Deuce Bigelow. Wait, gigolo? Yeah, you you pronounce it gigolo. Oh, I always it's graphic igolo. Graphic igolo. That's what it stands for. Graphic igolo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I got myself with that joke. <laughs> Pretty sure it's male Jiffalo. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? That just reminds me of my favorite army of clown fans, the, the Judgelos. Oh, the Judgelos. <laughs> it's a sloppy Italian G. <laughs> oh, man, that's exactly what they are, though, sloppy Italian Gs. <laughs> that was my, sloppy Italian G was my nickname in high school. You weird. know what my favorite sandwich is? A good old sloppy Italian cheese. Oh, man, with that marinara just right. And a little of that giardinara or giard- oh. giardia. Is that it? No, what? wait, that's a disease you get. <laughs> a little bit of that jaundice in there. No, it's ju- gardinara. It's that mix of, like, carrots and peppers and stuff, and it's basically like a pickle mix. I'll give you <laughs> you a pickle mix. Wait, I don't want a hot pickle mix <laughs> from you. It. All right, so. What's okay. even happening here? I don't even know. <laughs> All right. Okay, so so you had a bunch of the fans in the Bay Area of this game. They're, okay, they're yes. People, yeah. So I know that people have been looking forward to this for a while. I know that my uh, my friends in the Bay Area, they used to play the shit out of 7C. I think they still do. Uh, and they've been posting a bunch about the latest edition that's coming up, which is why we are doing this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because in I, I think it was that, that Kickstarter came to an end at like the end of February or somewhere in February, the... The Kickstarter for 7th C 2nd Edition finally came to a halt, which means that now, officially, this game's out of print, and it's it's in our purview. Yeah, it, it finally came to a point where it was something we could review because it was no longer the current edition. And I believe that that 7th C Kickstarter was one of the most successful RPG Kickstarters of all time as well. 
Oh yeah, no, a ton of people back that, and I know, again, my friends just always posted the links to the Facebook thing for like, oh, here's updates on whatever, which fucking, okay, Kickstarters, when, how much do you want to hear from them? Because whenever I back something on Kickstarter, I always get like one thing every other day and they're like, hey, I just took a real good dump. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> I, the thing that gets me with the Kickstarters, and I've, I think I've backed like four or five of them at this point, and I love them a lot. Because, I mean, God knows I want to do one someday and make a bunch of money for one of my dumb ideas. But what, what you're right. When you get those emails, the thing that always I love about them is the people having to come up with a different way to say thank you like every other day for a year and a half. Oh, yeah. When they're like, all right, so we, we're making this video game and it's going to take us a year and a half to develop it. But thanks for the money. Your ever-loving supporter, the blue-eyed thing. <laughs> and then next week, he's got to call himself something different. It just keeps happening. I have at least one of them going right now where they keep sending me something like every two days. And you know what? I, I, I don't want to push down the game because I love the game. There's a reason I backed it on Kickstarter. But I do get a lot of emails about Sentinels of the Multiverse right now. Oh, yeah. You backed that Oblivion. I sure did. That game was fucking rad. It is rad. It's rad as shit. They did a great job on that. I'm excited to hear that they actually, their next plan, because Oblivion is the last thing for that, uh-huh. that their next plan is a Sentinels of the Multiverse RPG. Oh, man. I love crazy superhero RPGs. I Okay, superhero RPG, probably my favorite of the various dumb RPGs you can get. Because whether you do it well, you're like, oh, this is a fun RPG. But if you fuck it up, it's still great fun. Because then you get shit like... Oh, I rolled randomly on the table, and I have a guy with laser skates. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So, <laughs> I, I love when that... That's the thing from uh, the Marvel superheroes. Oh, yeah, like, Marvel superheroes. You get roll lasers, and then you have to roll where the lasers are attached, and it's like, your feet. Oh, I have laser feet. Wee. Also, I can sense trouble in a 5,000-mile radius. Can you get there? No. <laughs> oh, that's the best. The sense trouble thing where you're like, oh, someone's definitely in trouble, like... Three states away from me. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? I'll be real sad I can't help them? I don't know. One of my buddies used to play a character when we played Marvel Superhero role-playing game. He had the trouble port power, which was that it ported him to trouble on a great ridiculous scale, which meant that he was almost impossible to play with because any time the adventure would start, he would just teleport to it. <laughs> and then he'd have to, like, call us on a payphone because we were playing this in the mid-'90s and no one thought that cell phones would be that easy. Oh. And he was like, I'd get to a payphone and call them and be like, guys, I think I'm in Nebraska. I, oh I'm boy. not sure. <laughs> oh my god, how much better would that power be if you actually did just quantum leap into a dude that was nearby? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, what's his face? What's his name? Sam or whatever would pop up and talk to you about it. Al, Al, Al. Dean Rock. Dean Rockwell. Dean. Yeah, Dean Simmons. Dean Simmons. Dean Kane. Yeah, uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons pops J. K. up. J.K. Rowling shows J. up. J.K. Rowling shows up, and she's like, "All right, so you're in uh, the year 1984, and." Uh, Dumbledore was totally gay the whole time, yeah. The whole time. <laughs> I gotta go smoke this g- cigar and hit this and call it a big dumb pile of gummy bears. It counts if I make him gay after I wrote the books, right? That still gets me the cred. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright, so this is uh, this book is from the legendary author, uh, kind of a well-known figure for a variety of reasons in the role-playing game circles, uh, John Wick. Oh, John Wick. Yeah. Uh, now, we've... Haven't no, we have read a John Wick book, and we actually liked it. It was long ago. We did uh, in the long, long ago. Yeah, we did in, the Legend of the Five Rings in the before time. Yes, back before the crystal cracked. <laughs> yeah, we did Legend of the Five Rings, which is his samurai game, which is a little more regimented and and less free flowing than this one, more or less. Okay, yeah, but we did end up liking it. Yeah, 
No, I, uh, I, I do like the idea behind Legend of the Five Rings, and uh, it's it's interesting because it lets you have a scenario where all the time you get like fantasy Europe, and you know Seventh Sea is basically fantasy Europe. Yeah, Seventh Sea is definitely very fantasy Europe-y, but you're, but Legend of the Five Rings is like fantasy like China and Japan. Yeah, and there's so few games that do that that then aren't also like really kind of troublesome about it as well. Well, but... you know, I think people recently pointed out on the on the on our comments that maybe uh, Legend of the Five Rings has that problem. Eh. And I don't see anything. I mean, it is all samurai, and they all are like honor all the time. So, well, it's. What you were playing is just one of those. It'd be the same thing like having an entire game based around being a knight. You're like, yeah, no, not everyone in medieval times was a knight, obviously. But the book does go into, yeah, there's a bunch of peasants and a bunch of nobles and a bunch of this and a bunch of that. But you don't play as them. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Legend of the Five Rings had no problems no, for the me. The most troublesome thing about Legend of the Five Rings was the fucking uh, Scorpion Clan. Well, that's just John Wick right there. That's That's the thing with him is that every game he writes has something like that. The too smart for the room, cool, sarcastic guys, because I, I get the impression that's what he thinks he is. Well, he just fucking... I, I can't stand the the Scorpion Clan or any of the other things that show up in the game where you're like, oh, what is this? It's an entire group of people that are all too clever for you, and all of them are just tricksters and jack-offs. And... But if you get to fight with them, it turns out they're even better at fighting than you, too. Oh, which is always the worst when you go, oh, okay, so you have an entire group of people that everyone knows aren't trustworthy, so why are they around? Oh, because they're the best there is at what they do. They're all Wolverines, the lot of them. Yeah, that's always the problem. John Wick has kind of a reputation. We mentioned this, or I mentioned this a little bit ago. He's written a couple of other books. Yeah, I was going to say, the ones that get him the most sort of attention, whether good or bad, is the books where he gives you DM advice. Yeah, and play dirty. There's play dirty and play dirty two, and play dirty two is basically nothing. It's a puff piece. It's it's like oh, a li- my life is a celebrity by by like you know. The- Get me out of here! I'm a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, one of those by some extremely minor celebrity that doesn't really need to write a whole story. No, I'm Justin Whalen. This is my life as a huge celebrity. I was the star of the first Dungeons and Dragons movie. Remember, you guys? Huh? Anyone? Uh? Oh, I was. I played Chloe on Smallville and then disappeared forever. <laughs> God, whatever happened to her? I don't know. She's probably stuck at the Playboy Mansion or something. <laughs> not, not working there. Just, Just stuck, stuck in a dumb her waiter. Broken. Her car broke down in front of the Playboy Mansion and she has to play Hello. out. She's trying to play out Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was in about there. to say, so what? There's a light on at the there's Frankenstein? A light. <laughs> yeah. And then Rob Schneider's playing the riffraff roll up in that top tower of the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> I played a stapler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. All right. So this is a game about piracy. Oh, piracy. Piracy. Oh, piracy. (laughs) Okay, we're back to the sloppy Italian. (laughs) Piracci. Nice piracci. When you make it with the fresh potato. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. Yep. So... Uh, this is also going to be basically, did we do any other, aside from the furry pirates, have we done a lot of piracy? Have we done another pirate game besides those? I mean, we've talked about other games that have pirates. I don't think we've done another, by the way, does it bother you that this guy's name is John Wick? Why? Why would that bother me? I mean, because of the movie, right? I mean, 
That's not just me. Oh, wait, no, the movie, yeah. Wait a minute, were we supposed to be doing an episode of Movie Mastery? Yeah. Welcome to Movie Mastery. We have just watched John Wick. Oh my god, I loved this. That was that was surprisingly good. Oh no, it, it is amazing. Okay, no, going in, like, when we were talking about our predictions in the beginning after watching that trailer, I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of a boring bog standard Keanu Reeves shoot him up. And I was like, eh, I'm not really interested, but... No, that that turned out real good. Although, to be honest, Keanu Reeves is far and away the least interesting part of it. Well, Keanu Reeves is often the least interesting part of anything he is involved with. Oh, that's true. Like for Even example, when he's masturbating, Keanu Reeves is the least interesting part of that. Oh my god, check out that fan in the background. <laughs> it's one of those kind that doesn't have blades. <laughs> oh man, those are so weird. <laughs> they are. They're super weird. So, okay... That was John Leguizamo in this movie for like two minutes. I love John Leguizamo in literally anything oh he's in. Oh my gosh, in. yeah. He's often the best part of any given movie he's in. Oh yeah, so, even if he's in just the shittiest movie, which, okay, uh, The Happening. Yeah. The only good thing about that movie was Leguizamo. Yeah, uh, Spawn. The only good thing about that movie was Leguizamo. And I think we've talked before about how the Spawn is just a blank spot in your memory. Oh yeah, it is a scene yeah. missing for me. Yeah, like someone went in there and stole it out of your head like in Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic. Which, by the way... Keanu Reeves, worst part of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, Keanu Reeves, most boring part of anything he goes into, and yet. Best part of Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, it's going to be tossed up between the robot dolphin. Uh, let's see. Ice-T. Laser whip. Laser whip. The guy, Oh, my God. Is that Rucker Hauer playing Street Jesus in that? <laughs> you know, I don't know, but it sounds right. Well, you know what I can I know a way we can find out. Let's cut to a clip. Where, oh, werewolf. I've lived everywhere, Good clip. That was real good. <laughs> Definitely real solved, good. The, solved the question that we needed to have answered. That certainly did. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so uh, anyway, that's been Movie Mastery. Yeah. Uh, we, what do we, we want to give John Wick? Uh, John Wick, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say out of five, what are you giving it? Oh, this was a four and a half for me. The John Wick is a fantastic film. Okay. The gunplay, it's it's just so cool. And, and the whole thing, it's, it's just all about a dog. Oh, I know. I'm going to, that's why I'm giving it a four. Anytime you hurt a dog. Oh yeah, they kill you lose it. a point. There's, I mean, just don't kill a dog in a movie, right? No, I mean, you don't it, do that. You know what? Fridging a dog, not okay. Not okay. If you got to fridge something, fridge a lady. Come on, <laughs> come on, Hollywood. Why won't you ever learn that? Yeah, you've never done it before. No, it I, would be so interesting. It's just, it's something that would be perfect for de- for helping develop the characters of men in your films. Would be to kill off the women in their lives so that they have to deal with man pain. I mean, just imagine the level of pain a guy would have, but then he would be like. A real badass, and maybe he would find some new pussy. Yeah, exactly. Towards the end, maybe like maybe? after after a respectable amount of time. Yeah, yeah. It just seems re- it seems like a like screenwriting one hundred and one. It should just it's something you should just do. Come on, guys. Anyway, that's been Movie Mastery. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. just happened man i don't even know did you 
did you feel something weird there? That was strange. Yeah, I yeah, got. I don't, I don't. I got the ghiblies. I feel like some other dimension is crossing over. <laughs> We're gonna, gonna have to become the super bat John of Zur NR. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I am powered by the red sun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so this is a game about pirates and pirate ships. Speaking of ships, John, what's your favorite ship? My favorite ship. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to go with. Sam and Dean Winchester. Oh, Sam and Dean Winchester. Okay, He's my sure. favorite ship. I was gonna. I, I thought you might be thinking it was like Samwise Gamgee and Frodo Baggins, but no. no. It's Sam and Dean. What, what do they call Sam and Dean? Is that a, is there a name for that? I think it's just Wincest because oh, Winc- they're the Winchesters. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Wincest. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty yeah. famous kind of classic ship. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, given that I have watched so many seasons of that, all of them. Have you watched all no, of them? No, I have not watched all of them. Oh my gosh. I have not watched the latest season. You're a season behind on Winchester. I am on a Winchester's. season behind. Oh man, that's not good. I, I hear that in that season, some angels do some things and some demons do some different things. <laughs> and, and the two brothers make a bunch of references to how they know they have a weird fan base. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You have heard of this show before and not watched an episode. <laughs> Wait, was any of that wrong? Uh, No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think one of my favorite episodes is one where they find a high school putting on a play of Supernatural. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but I feel like I could give you that exact same prediction about just anything. I mean, watch this. I've never seen those Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. Have you seen either of them? Uh, I've seen the first one. Okay. I assume that he gets into a bunch of weird fist fights and he fights someone on a steampunk blimp. No, no blimps. Really? Oh, damn. I, I figured I had it down. <laughs> I, I figured I had this. <laughs> but it's got a bunch of steampunk nonsense in it, right? Kind of. Yes. Okay, good. I mean, See? not a lot. There it is. All right. Incidentally, I, uh, my favorite ship, Yeah. after your, your Wincest, my favorite ship is uh, the Queen Anne's Revenge. <laughs> Wait, the Queen Anne's Revenge? Yeah, that was Blackbeard's ship. <laughs> oh, I thought... I thought that was just some diarrhea you got from eating English food. It's like you eat That's a right. boiled tomato and then you just shit fire. I had the proper English and it made me poop myself. The famous Queen Anne's Revenge. Called, oh, yeah. called that after Queen Anne of Spain. Yeah, obviously. I mean, duh. <laughs> oh, I want that to be a thing. I want, I want to spread a rumor that... If you're a tourist and you go to England, don't drink the water or you're going to get Queen Anne's Revenge. <laughs> queen Anne's Revenge, which is named, which is a, a ship named after a Spanish queen by a Welsh pirate. <laughs> uh, yep, but there you go. It all, it all comes together. It's a great big tapestry. Now, this game, of course, doesn't have a, Spa- a Spain or a Wales or anything like that. I mean, it's probably got some whales. I'm sure there are probably some whales. Uh, this guy, it's, it's a pirate game, so there's going to be some whales around that you can go out and fight. At least one or two Yeah, I, I, I mean, I didn't see any special rules about whales in the book, but they would be remiss if they didn't include a few. Maybe a way for them to, like, jump over your boat but not quite touch it, and you can kind of almost touch the bottom of them. Yeah, and you're just kind of like... Yeah! yeah and then you do the same thing later while you're flying on a bike and there's a little alien in the front seat and you're like yeah, yeah. and then or- you're on the back of a really fuzzy dragon and you're like yeah i'm chasing those bullies into a dumpster <laughs> that was a dramatic re-reversal of power by the way at the end of uh never-ending story when he's chasing du- bullies around they weren't that mean to him in that movie i want to i want to know what he said to falcor when he was like Hey, Falcor. And then he like whispers and then they go and start terrorizing the bullies. Was he just saying like, 
oh, I want to fly around and show everyone I've got this cool dragon. And he's like, you know what I want to do is traumatize children. <laughs> Falcor, my wish is to make these kids shit themselves in fear. I know, and you got like Falcor sitting there going, okay, Bastion. That's kind of fucked up, Bastion. You, you can go anywhere in the world. I want to fuck these children up. I, w- I want them to grow up and just be scared of everything. I want to ruin local neighbors. You could see China. China sucks. I hate Chinamen. Let me chase these bullies. We're going to chase them down dark alleys. That's, <laughs> that's all I care about. Wow, you're fucked up. Damn, I'm bastard. picking a different kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't understand that. Chasing kids into it and then yelling indecipherable names. That or maybe Falcor's into it. He's like, oh, that's a great wish, but why don't we murder them? <laughs> yes, let's pick up that dumpster and drop it in the ocean. <laughs> I could take that dumpster and throw it in one of the other bullies. Oh, ho, ho. I never understood how. That's just so mean of Bastion and Petty to bother with torturing bullies now that he's got a dragon. Yeah, he's like, what do I have? I have a dragon that grants wishes. Yeah. You know what I need to do? <laughs> Torture local friends. Like, that is that is straight up the start of a supervillain. That is a supervillain story. Yeah. Like, the next thing you know, he's like, give me the power to, like, make people do whatever I say by just saying it to them. And then Jessica Jones is going to break his neck. Oh, yeah. No. He's going to be like, oh, you know what I need? I want to be vulnerable and have flight. And I want supervision, and I want heat vision, and I want a thing that'll blow up the world, and then Superman snaps his neck. Oh, okay. I figured like you were just doing like the eight-year-old pretending he has superpowers thing. Oh, yeah. No, that's basically what Zack Snyder's doing. I know. Oh, my God. Do we have to review that movie again? <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's the second review. Let's review Man of Steel instead of Batman v Superman. Man of Steel is garbage. The people who defend it are idiots. Fuck you. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time, and I remember it being not all that great. Yep, it made me real angry, and I hate everyone. All right, so, okay, all right, okay, so this game is set, like we were saying a long time ago, this game is set, we really have to review this game, Sean. No, we're it's, fine, we're good, we're, good. we're, we're good good on time. time. Yeah, okay, we're fine, all right, fair enough. But this game is set in one of those fantasy not-Europes. I love fantasy not-Europe. Yeah, because it's not quite Europe, it's it's similar but different. And Well, this one is way more Europe than not-Europe, because normally when you have a game that's like fantasy not-Europe, they do, you ever notice they do the blob continent where it's yeah. like, what do you have? Uh, we just mashed all of the countries together into one big blob of a continent. And then there's a conveniently placed mountain range that cuts it off from the rest of the world. Always. Everyone does that. And I don't know why. Well, every mountain range is conveniently placed like, like that. If you think about it, I mean, think about who's on the other side of the Rockies from us. That might as well be a different country. Those weird mountain people. <laughs> Oh, the mountain folk. With with their mountain time. I don't care when TV is on in mountain time. Quit Quit, telling me. Quit telling me about central time. Mountain and central and eastern. I don't need them. You can keep them. (laughs) That's okay. That's not God's time. (laughs) This is our time down here. (laughs) This was my wish, and it didn't come true. I'm taking it back. I'm going to take this wish and use it to huck bullies into a dumpster. Oh my god, that would be great if that was Mouth's wish in Goonies. Like, he threw a quarter in there and he's like, Oh, I want to chase after bullies on a dragon. And it didn't come true. Because across town, some other kid, instead of finding a pirate map in his attic, found the never-ending story. And it takes place in the same town. Man, that's that thing about Goonies where... You ever really think about the whole plot of Goonies, right? I mean... Oh, all the time. Literally every day oh, oh, I think about the plot think, of Goonies. 
plot of Goonies right now. I need you, I, I need you to check out my blog. <laughs> Goonies are good enough. Look, I pause thinking about Goonies every seven hours so I can spend one hour thinking about the plot of Gremlins 2. But, 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 but tell that, it's, it's all Goonies all the time. Because we always think about the cool, like, underground adventure part, you know, where they, like, find pirates and there's traps and they find... Oswald Cobblepot. Like just weird shenanigans yeah. happening. But you never remember that the whole movie's about how, like, there's evil land developers that want to kick them out of their rich houses in, like, like Nor- Portland, Oregon, or something like that. Some some northern like, oh, yeah, beach town. I think, I think they're in Washington. Are they, they're somewhere in the tiny beach town in Washington. But they're all living in, like, giant two-story, two-car garage houses. Yeah, that's like, why I'm like, I don't think it's, like, evil land developers as much as it is, like, Hey, you guys can't afford to live here. This is a really expensive place to be. That's got to be the only way that makes sense, right? Which means that they aren't really the good guys in, in this. They they present those developers as like the bad old developers because it's an '80s movie, and if there's anyone who's evil in '80s movies, it's land developers. Obviously, that's the only people they they want to build golf courses and parking lots. I, they have obsessions with flat stuff, and they want to tear down everything that's nice and build those instead. And so the kids are like trying to help their parents not suck at, at house purchasing. I mean, that's your parents' fault. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the Goonies starts with them, like, basically just going, we're never going to see each other again. Oh, that sucks. Which, that means they basically know that they're leaving. And I know that they hadn't signed the paperwork at the end, but, I mean, someone had to have. Like, oh, one yeah, of one the other person. parents had to have signed that. I mean, they were probably offering them buyouts, right? They were trying yeah. to, they were, I mean, they were developers. They had plans for the neighborhood. No, that was, they had to sign papers to be like, I'm selling you this house. Yeah. And so I have to imagine, like, Mikey's parents are like, no, and they rip it up. They're like, we'll never sign this. But I want to imagine everyone else's parents <laughs> signed it. <laughs> that would be amazing. And he, it's just him by himself now, and everyone else is gone. Everyone else leaves. Now Mikey's still all sad. Oh, I'll yeah. never see any of them again. <laughs> <laughs> god damn all right okay so yeah fantasy not europe fantasy not europe so it's got a fake you know a fake england and, and a fake italy and, yeah and a fake spain and they all have names that make it really obvious what each one is so like instead of england it's called like englandia <laughs> <laughs> and instead of Ital- italy it's just called boopity boppity which <laughs> It's called Bibbity Bobbity Boo. Yeah, it's, it's called Sloppy Italian G. Jujalos. <laughs> Giffalos. I use every part of the Giffalo. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So hold on. Now I have I have a very important question. Sure, sure. Fire away. What's your I important mean, question? It, it is about the game. Yeah, of course. Okay. That's okay. great. It's probably a good idea since I, I, I feel like we at some point we really need to talk about this game. Okay. So there's a a very burning question that I have about mm-hmm. the game in general, and it, it pertains to everything that this is based on. Okay, fire away. Okay. Are there actually seven C's? Are there more? How many C's are there? Now, do you because, mean in the game or do you mean in real life? It's really important to me I mean, here. In, in real life. Okay. You correct. always hear, like, sail the seven C's, and that's why I assume this is called seventh C, except I feel like... There would definitely be more than seven C's. Well, yeah, I mean, there's millions. You could probably name more than seven C's yourself, right? Well, Just no, think about I things. mean, I could, I could say like Caspian, yeah, Black, Baltic, uh, uh, the Sultan, White, yeah, White Sea, Indian, sure. yeah, right. So there's got to be more than seven. So it's probably Atlantic. Well, you know what, John? Pacific. 
<laughs> oh, hang on. Those are those are oceans. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, Hold on. I, I got to tell you, I'm really glad you asked because honestly, the the concept of the seven seas has dated back for millennia, and uh, it's actually a personal interest of mine. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, I know a lot about the the historic seven seas, and I'd be happy to tell you all about them. Okay, thank uh, you. Because yeah. I've always wondered that every time everyone's like, "Sail the seven seas," I was like, "Is it a specific seven? Are they like these are the seven seas that I sail?" Well, yeah, they are. In fact, it just depends on historically who you're talking to or asking. I mean, the very first reference to the seven seas was made in the Mesopotamians. We don't know what seven seas they were talking about, but they did mention seven seas in several of their ritual prayers. However, in medieval Arabia, they actually did have a seven seas block. Uh, those were the Persian Gulf, the Arabian, Arabian Sea, the Bay of Bengal, uh, the Strait of Malacca, the Singapore Strait, the Gulf of Thailand, and the South China Seas. Oh, those are those are some really good seas. Yeah, some of them are clearly not seas, but if you think about it, they were people who were working on uh, small, smaller ships that weren't able to go far away. Now, what makes something a sea? Oh, as opposed to like an ocean or any other type of body of water? Well, I mean, like, can I have a really big lake and have it become a sea? Yeah, absolutely. That's what, uh, for example, the... The, the Black ba- Sea. Yeah, the Black Sea or the Baltic or, uh, gosh, what's that really, really big one in Russia that's it's cold? I think it's the Baltic. I, I, I forget. But it's the, it's the largest body of, of, of fresh water in the world. Oh, that big sea in, uh, in Russia that's, that's real cold. Uh, 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 yeah, the, cookie Monster. I, cookie Monster. Russian coo- sea. Cookie Monster Red Sun. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would watch a communist Cookie Monster... <laughs> That would be amazing. C is for cookie. That good enough for all of us. <laughs> I wish to someday have a cookie. C is for communism. C is for cabbage. Get in line for one. C is for capitalism, and we must crush it. <laughs> Damn it. But anyway, it, there were also the Arabian Seven Seas, which are different than the uh, original seven seas thought of as by the Arabians. Now, those were the Black Sea, the Caspian Sea, the Arabian Sea, the Indian Ocean, the Red Sea. Oh, gosh, remember the Red Sea, right? Oh, man, uh, I forgot the Red Sea. The Mediterranean. It's weird that I would forget the Red Sea, because it got parted. Yeah, the Red Sea is probably the most famous sea, right? Because of uh, getting parted by Moses. Yeah. And then you the know, when Adriatic. Charlton Heston went and parted that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Charlton Heston famously was Moses. Famously. Yeah, of course. I, we all remember that. Yeah, remember when he got that time machine and went back and was actual Moses? Yeah, I think he took a Technicolor dream coat with him. <laughs> now, if I remember correctly, I'm an expert on the historic values of the Seven Seas, but I think you are an expert of the different coats, or the colors, on that coat of many colors. Oh, yeah. Am I right? Could you tell me, us in the audience, a few of the colors of the coat of many colors? Well, I mean, there was uh, pink and green and ochre and gray and silver and white and blue. <laughs> okay, that doesn't seem like as many as I would have thought. Well, but... I mean, that's just a sampling. Because <laughs> I remember just there was one portion uh, of a sleeve. Now, I remember that there was red and yellow and purple and orange and Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, <laughs> Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe, and Maggie Yo. Is that, yeah. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, that was close. Okay, good. I thought <laughs> I had something. <laughs> All right, and then uh, medieval Europe had its own seven seas, which were the Adriatic, the Mediterranean, the Black, the Caspian, the Persian Gulf, the Arabian Sea, and the Red Sea. But then somehow they also included an additional four, which were the Atlantic Ocean, not a sea. Oh, yeah, I was right when I said the Atlantic. Eat my dick. I I never said you were wrong. Come on. (laughs) I just said you weren't technically correct. No, I just want you to eat my dick. Oh, uh, okay. Well, sure enough, but only if you have it in a reputable and correct sea. Now, <laughs> okay, so where's the nearest sea? Hold on, hold on. You're traveling in a boat. You're on the Black Sea. Okay, is this floating, a hot dog question? Floating next to you in a very small dinghy. 
is a hot dog. <laughs> Do you eat it? Oh my god, I think this might be an official hot dog question. We probably need the hot dog question theme song. <laughs> let's let's cut to the hot dog theme song. Wait a minute, was that was that the actual hot dog theme song? I don't know, probably. Anyway, so hot dog question. Would so, I would so I So it's a... in the little dinghy. Okay, yeah. You see it floating along. Mm-hmm. There's a bun in a different dinghy you would have to also get. Oh, interesting. And are they going in like opposite directions? Am I They're close. They're cl- I okay. mean they're both floating. They could be floating away. It depends on how you try to go after all them. Alright, well then I have a couple of follow up questions, as is the rules of hot dog questions. Of course, and I have all the answers. Yeah, of course. First of all, I need to know what kind of hot dog. What, what are we talking here? I, I hear a hot dog in one cart, a uh, boat, and a bun in the other. Are there toppings anywhere? Okay, so third boat, also floating along, has an array of toppings. Ooh. We are talking like a small barge o topping. Now, are we talking like some really good hot dog toppings? Are we? I do, are, uh, just tell me. Tell this one humble man. Are there bacon crumbles? Of course there are. Oh my Why God. wouldn't there be? Okay, it's on a barge. Grilled- it is a pleasure barge of ingredients. <laughs> a pleasure barge of hot dog toppings. And so The USS Condiments is going by as well. This is making it hard for me to not just say I'm going to go live on Condiment Island and just and just stay there forever and fuck that hot dog. I don't eat it. It's bacon crumbles. I'm good. I mean, I'm going to make a bun out of lettuce and fragments, and I'm going to eat that. But, but okay, hang on. There's not- no island. It's just a boat. Just a barge. Okay, What kind of what am I on? Oh, you're obviously on a uh, a raft. You know one of those rafts that you get when you uh, get out of a plane? Ooh, okay, so like an inflatable raft. Yeah, yeah. a plane crash. That's why you're in this water. <laughs> you so- haven't been there long, but you are getting kind of hungry. So, recent plane crash. <laughs> recent plane crash. In the island, this, this lake the of, black of, sea. Of, of this black sea full of hot dog parts. Yeah, well, not full. I mean, come on. <laughs> but okay. Do any of the boats look like they have a radio? <laughs> no, no, just okay. hot dog, just hot dog bits. Okay, <laughs> what, what is my method of conveyance besides the raft? I mean, how am I going to push this thing from one place well, to the other? Well, you've got your hands, I've got hands, obviously. Okay. All right, and you have uh, your friends who are with you. Oh, I have friends. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's, it hasn't been long enough that, for example, any of them resemble a hot dog yet. No, you have not gotten hungry enough that they begin to resemble hot dogs. Okay. Now, you are the only one who has noticed the little hot dog ships. Oh, shit. So, what I have to do is... <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, yes, I would attempt to eat that hot dog, but I would attempt to share the condiments with my many friends. Because there's a lot of hot dog condiments I don't care for. Oh, okay. But are you sharing the dog or just the condiments? Like, what kind of asshole straight up just gives a cup of mustard to someone who's like, here you go, I got this for you. I got you mustard. I'm a good friend. Let me tell you the guy who's got two thumbs and would hand out mustard. This guy. Because I hate fucking mustard. Uh, Oh, man, I love fucking mustard. (laughs) Fucking mustard. French's fucking mustard with a name like French's. Come on down and get you some fucking mustard. Don't let it get in your dick hole. That'll burn right good. (laughs) You know how you stop a vampire? You make him count the fucking mustard seeds. (laughs) I'd forgotten about that particular method of vampire removal. I mean, there are so many. You know, with the faith of a fucking mustard seed, you could move mountains. (laughs) How many angels can dance on the head of a fucking mustard seed? <laughs> anyway, okay, so that's been a, a hot dog question. I would eat that hot dog, John. Good. I'm Gr- glad. Great. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get out of the hot dog question. Okay. Nothing. 
but are you sure that's the theme song? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I took a look. Okay. Yeah. No, it's it's right. That's the that's definitely the hot dog questions theme song. All right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess if it's labeled hot dog questions.mp3. Yeah, I'm not gonna go in and check it. I mean it's called hot dog questions.mp3. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I mean what else would it be? I mean I found it on the internet, John. The internet does not lie to people. The internet has never lied to someone. No. Do you think someone would do that? No. Just go on the internet and tell lies? Why would anyone do that? God, God. who has the time? <laughs> <laughs> who could possibly do that? <laughs> Uh, incidentally, speaking of the hot dog question, uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to launch my own Kickstarter of that. Oh my god, your own Kickstarter? Well, okay, you can be in on it if you want. Yeah. There we go. It's a System Mastery Kickstarter yeah. now. And that's going to be a new card game about hot dog questions. Oh my god. Yeah, it's going to be just exactly like Magic the Gathering. Except- <laughs> it's exactly like Magic the Gathering. There are five different types of hot dogs. <laughs> no, it's literally it's literally just Magic the Gathering, except instead of hiring artists, we just put the same picture of a hot dog on every card. <laughs> literally the same picture of a hot dog every card. Every single one. The really, really rare ones have that picture of the hot dog, but it's foiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone has stopped its plans. Someone is full ah. fiend. Oh my god! Foiled. I just really want the reason I need you involved is because I need you on my uh, Kickstarter video for the Hot Dog Questions card game. Oh, obviously, because I know exactly what it would be. Oh yeah, yeah. I, me too. I think we could probably just. Right, it's a one man show. Am I right? Oh, of course. Yeah. So we start with the video. Opens right up, and I've turned my back to the camera. Yeah. I then spin around. Oh hey, didn't see you there. Yeah, exactly. And then halfway through, you're like, the hot dog questions card game has a lot of things for a lot of people. Speaking of a lot of people, there were some crazy characters in the neighborhood where I grew up. You know, old man Ricketts, he used to hate hot dogs. I think he used to say something like this. Yeah, then you have to spin your baseball hat. And then I spin the baseball cap around. I'm like, oh, you kids don't know about hot dogs. In my day, we had good hot dogs. Exactly. You hot do- dogs now, they're terrible. You do exactly what I wanted for my Kickstarter. This I, is amazing. I know what you need. <laughs> Girl, you got what I need. <laughs> All right, I, let me ask you this. We're, no. we're, we've been discussing the difference between oceans and seas. Okay, yeah. So that's what I was wondering, is what, what makes it a sea... Because you can go from lake to sea, but can you go from, like, ocean to sea? All right, well, picture Can you this. be downgraded from ocean to sea? I want you to picture Frank Ocean. Okay. All right, now picture Spice Girl singer Mel C. Okay. All right, now, do you see how there's a lot of differences between them? No, I'm just picturing them banging. That's all I've got <laughs> in my head. You, you gave me two p- famous people, and if you put two famous people in my head, they're going to start fucking. Okay, so I guess we have to call that one, like, Oceans and Seas for, <laughs> yeah. their, for their, their celebrity name? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, Frank Ocean. Hot dogs are also called Frank's. Hot dog question! <laughs> John, would you eat a hot dog? Yes. The- okay, good. <laughs> Settled. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Didn't even get a chance to play the hot dog questions theme song. <laughs> Uh, all right. I was going to ask if it was sandwiched between two things. No, because a hot dog is not a sandwich. <laughs> no, it's between two things. It's two halves of a bun. They're not <laughs> it's, connected. It's it's sandwiched between two sandwiches. <laughs> Would you eat a hot dog sandwiches, sandwiched between two Luther hamburgers? <laughs> oh, man, no. I'm, I, I do still have, like some respect for my body like not a lot not a whole lot but i think i would like to survive for at least another year 
fair enough. I mean, we gotta we gotta keep the Kickstarter going until we can buy that micro pig. <laughs> Come on, guys, let me buy a micro pig. <laughs> oh man! All right, so we should probably talk a little bit about this game, right? I oh mean, yeah. We, okay, so so you're gonna you're gonna make your characters in this. And speaking of characters, in my hometown, we had a ton of characters. <laughs> in fact, I believe some of them like to cut to clips. It's the Late Show with Jeff. Hi, everyone. It is me, Jeff, here on the Late Show with Jeff. And uh, joining me tonight is my very special guest, John Travolta. Hey, everybody. I'm John Travolta. I'm here. I'm here. I'm John Travolta. I was in movies. You like to see me? John Travolta. You know me. You know me by the sound of my voice. John Travolta here. Are you watching Grease? Nope. It's me, John Travolta, here on The Late Show with Jeff. Here you go. Is that a midnight cowboy? Nope. Not yet midnight, but it is a late show. Here with Jeff. God damn it. Uh, did you bring a clip from your new show? I'm still here. Still being John Travolta. Shit. Still here to tell you all about Travolta and my clip from a show that is my movie. Let's cut to my clip, John Travolta's clip. Bobby thought that he had it, it all, but then it didn't. But now he's got with him and they, they're going. They're doing it and it's happening. But oh wait, there's there it is, and he's going there, and head, and then he he definitely had something to say, and it was it was sounded it sounded like this. Hey, I'm Bobby, and you're Gina. I love you. I love you so much. You were, I got you this clip. Welcome back, heroes. When last we left our fearless crew, they had stumbled into a mysterious and well-crowded theater. Lenix and Drist have taken their seats, when who should enter but the Emperor of Emancipation and Elocutor of Most Eloquent Elegies, Darth Abraham Lincoln! The dastardly space president has taken a seat in front of our feisty friends, and could it be? Is his hat truly that large? Who could wear such a large hat to the theater but a Sith president? Let's rejoin our brave heroes now! Right, and I'm Trist, and I'm a, a vaguely Russian, and this here, oh, it's a tall American president, is from the planet America, is Darth Abraham Lincoln, and he's so capitalism, 17. And I can't do Lenix's voice. Good night. So that he found it, and now they're together in a big something that is coming summer 2017. Okay, great. That was a that was a really interesting clip. Thank you very much for bringing it to the show. That was uh, John Travolta, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to our next guest, uh, all the way from Reno. It's Gina Davis. No, it's still me. Still John Travolta. I'm God still here. damn it. I'm still. I still want to tell you about all of all of my many things. I've got so many projects. I've got so many things I'm doing. I'm John Travolta. Fine, whatever. We'll get back to you after this commercial break.
and that is basically the system in a nutshell. I think, uh, I mean, I don't even know if we need to do best worst. This is basically just a system mastery recommend, right? Uh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't see any reason that we need to waste our time going with whether or not we would play this game. No, I mean, everyone who's listened up to this point, we've spent the entire time just raving and telling you about this system. Yeah. And you can tell 100%. it is super solved. What, what more do you need from us? I know, right? You jackasses. What do you want, blood? Good lord. Quit, you harpies. <laughs> I am but a man. <laughs> this one humble man can give no more to you about 7th C than I already have. Except, of course, to say, live from New York, it's Saturday night! Okay, hello, and welcome to Afterthought, the podcast where every other week... See, John, I'm doing it right now. I hope that makes you happy. Uh, every other week, we get together and talk about whatever the hell we want. I know. Normally, you fuck that intro up. I'm glad that this week, you can get it right. This week, of all weeks. Uh, although, I, really, what's special about this week, other than that I, I improved? The... Well, I mean, mostly the thing that's special about this week is we had probably the longest intro we've had. We really went overboard on that I one. I feel like we might have gone a little over the top there. Yeah, well, I mean, how are we doing on time? Uh, let's see, we have 13 minutes left. Oh, all right. <laughs> so you want to answer some questions from listeners? All right, let's go to some listener questions. All right. First question from a listener from the day comes to us from Conrad Kurz, the Night Haunter. Ah, oh, the Night Haunter. Pretty good name. And he says, Dear KFJ, purveyors of finest fried pod. So here's some afterthought questions. Question the first. Is Journey a good band? What about Twisted Sister? What about Smash Mouth? How can you even tell if a band is good? Is there like a list of good bands somewhere? If so, how do I find it? People are always like, Conrad, you like shitty bands. And I'm like, fine, how do I find good bands to like? And then nobody ever tells me. So I sacrifice them, them to the dark gods of chaos in exchange for power to strike fear in my enemies. Question the second. What is love? I'm trying real hard not to break in a song right now. I don't think you understand. I, I'm sorry, what song? How, how hard it is for me to not do that on no, that prompt. But By all means, but what, what song is it that you would break into? Let me ask you again, John, real quick here. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Okay. P.S. Did you what fall? Is love? <laughs> P.S. Did you fall into my Hathaway trap? I hope you did. God damn you, you fiendish <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> See, I had to leave it open for you because I had to read ahead. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Yes, John fell into your Hathaway trap. Damn Hathaway traps. I'm like a Wookiee on Endor with those Hathaway traps. Oh, man. You're just so looking for dangle hams. <laughs> looking for them Hathaways. You put a Hathaway CD up, and I'm just like, oh, I need that Hathaway CD. <laughs> so anyway, uh, is Journey a good band? I mean, obviously. Let's we'll go through these real quick. Journey, yes, an amazing band. Uh, Twisted Sister. Yes, great. Great, great, awesome band. Uh, Smash Mouth. Greatest band, done. Yeah, in fact, I might say that they uh, their, their hits just keep coming, and they don't stop 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 coming, and I'm going to throw to John. And they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. How can you even tell if a band is good? Uh, you like their music. Uh, yeah, so I have a thing where everyone always tells me, like, oh, you have no taste in music. Your taste is awful. And it's really just because I don't have any particular thing that I like or don't like. It's just music. Man, music's great. 
I like it. I'll listen to it. I don't care. Okay. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I, I'm mostly in the same boat. I There are certain things I don't care for that are genres. I don't like rap or country. Oh, that's no. the worst. I, I love country and I love rap. I don't like certain parts of them. <laughs> that's fair, right? I don't like country songs that are about petty revenge or songs that are about porches. Okay, let me just say, there's that, that country song about how uh, she... Before takes, he cheats. Yeah, before yeah, he cheats. Before he cheats. Where she takes a Louisville Slugger to both headlights, and she's slashed a hole in all four tires, and so she goes crazy on this dude's truck. Just fucking nuts. It's not just enough to be like, oh yeah, I like cut a tire or did something. It's, I ruined your car. All right, that's fucked up. Even if he was cheating. A little fucked up of a response. But she doesn't know. No, the whole song is... Right now, he's, he's probably. Probably. <laughs> or she's probably, which means she doesn't know. In her mind, she has concocted a fantasy scenario where probably right now he's off doing something horrible and probably cheating the, on me. In the cheating part of town, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. He probably went down. That's why she probably thinks that's happening, is he went down past 32nd Street, which everyone knows is the cheating part of town. Yeah, you go over there. I mean, I don't care if you're just stopping by the Krogers. That's the cheating part of town, Krogers. <laughs> that's the cheating Krogers. You go uptown to the good Krogers. Up. Town Kroger's up. Get uptown Kroger's up. <laughs> She's been living in a white bread Kroger's. <laughs> all, right, all right, so there you go. Let's go to another question. And this one comes to us from Mean Gene Okerland. Oh, good. Right. All right, uh, let's see. I got to do this in a voice, John, so be ready for me. Dear Beefsteak in the Dag, you've been disrespecting me for a while now, spouting off about huge McDuck and other nonsense, and I've tolerated it until now. Now I'm going to come down on you like the hammer of God unless you answer these questions. Number one, which D&D edition has the best psionics and what is the best psionics class? Oh my God, he's put him in a sonic headlock. Oh, I've never seen such devastation. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, the answer to that is fourth edition and the best class is the battle mind. Uh, the answer is always fourth edition and the answer to the next part is anything you want. Uh, well, the thing is, I'm a huge fan of the Ardent and the Battle Mind. The Ardent was the new leader class, and it's basically my emotions are so powerful that they power up other people. And then the Battle Mind is just an insanely cool tank class that just charges all over the battlefield. It's awesome. Yeah. So let's see. What's his answer? Uh, wrong. It's 4th Edition and the Battle Mind. Lol. Okay, good. Well, hey, there you go. We're on Mighty Thin Ice. Two, summarize the plot of Rifts. Uh... Okay, hundred. So, so nukes went off, yeah. and then magic came back to the world, and everyone reverted to the most stereotypical thing they could be. Yes, and then there were robots everywhere, and way too many skulls. Actually, you know what? It's true. Everyone reverted back to the most stereotypical thing because America just became the KKK. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, great. Uh, let's see. Uh, so you guys were spouting off at length about how Don't Look Back, Terror is Never Far Behind is a terrible game and has nothing horror-themed about it. I buy the book and come to find out that it's got a whole chapter on setting detailing exactly what the world of DLBTINFB is like, complete with vampires running the media and other such horrors. Explain yourselves. I will not. I will explain nothing to you. Fair enough. Uh, I think the answer to that is that it's a terrible game and why the hell did you buy it? Also... It it doesn't matter if someone tells you that there is horror in my game, trust me. Like, that doesn't work. You can't just have a game that goes, Hey guys, there's totally monsters in here and they're spooky. And You'll get the boogies. Well, I think the basic answer to that, realistically, is that uh, the math of that game made it so that it was impossible to spend time being scared. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, there you go. There's your answer to your great question. Final question there is, if Trump wins, how will you kill yourselves? Will you do it by trying to go toe-to-toe with me in the ring? <laughs> Obviously. Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and point out that I don't think I'll be able to just go to Canada if Trump wins, because Canada doesn't want any more Americans. They're all set. Yeah, they're fine. Thanks. There's that, uh, there's that island off uh, Ireland that wants more people. Well, well, there you go. That's where we'll go. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, there you go. I think that's all the questions we have time for today. Wow. We really, uh, we really blazed through that. Yeah, that was good. We got more coming in the next Afterthought. Just wanted to get a couple of them yeah, done today. And we, yeah, and they keep on coming. 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 <laughs> they don't stop coming. And they don't stop coming. And they don't stop coming. No, they don't stop coming. Okay, this has been the Afterthought Podcast. Uh, as always, you can find us at SystemMasteryPodcast.com or System Mastery on Gmail, Facebook, or Twitter. Yep, all the social medias. You can uh, go ahead and send us some questions through any of those. If you're going to use Twitter, go ahead and use that hashtag afterthought when you at System Mastery us. That's correct. And by all means, we do want those questions to come rolling in. Keep in mind, next week we will be performing an inter- a, uh, conducting an interview with the cast and pr- uh, creators of the Campaign and One-Shot podcast, uh, James D'Amato and Cat Cool. Uh, they're going to be on to talk about their new Kickstarter uh, for their new game, I believe it's called Noisy Person Cards or Noisy oh, Person Games. Excellent. Yeah. Just excellent. So look forward to that, and we will see you in a week. Thank you very much. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Are you still here? How did you do that? How did you make it this long? How did how did you get through all of that? Happy April Fools. You have a good one. From all of us here at System Mastery. To all of you at Not System Mastery. 